Bitch. Is that better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Hey, bitches. Raven here. Welcome back to another episode of Bitches Better. How do we, how do we like the new intro? I just decided to switch it up on your asses. You know, I got to keep you on your toes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I'm flying solo again today. So let's just go ahead and get into it. I think, um, okay. So bad bitch, raggedy bitch, obviously. I usually try to do bad bitch um, last just to, you know, end on a positive note. But my raggedy bitch is like kind of like a long rant <laughs> today. So I'm just going to go ahead and get the bad bitch out of the way. And my bad bitch is Quinta Brunson, the genius behind Abbott Elementary. And this was recognized. She won an Emmy for it. Um, Well deserved. I just love her so much. I've been following her since she was like, you know, making those videos and like, <laughs> oh, he got money. And like, she was all over BuzzFeed all the time. So this is just really cool to see her like thriving like this. I love it for her. And for me, because Abbott Elementary came back on last night, and it's wonderful and hilarious as usual. And I'm just really happy for her. And I'm happy the show's back on. If you haven't watched it yet, you must do that immediately. Um, all right, <laughs> raggedy bitch, buckle up, you guys. Now, this this is gonna come as a surprise to no one. Um, it's Lisa Rinna. Now, if you didn't already think that Rinna lost her mind like a long time ago, listen to this shit. Rinna took to her Instagram stories over the weekend to come to us with the bullshit as she does. But this time she like she took it to another level. Okay, she really kicked it up a notch. This lady said, I'm like, this is a direct quote. Okay. I'm like the LeBron James of housewives at this point. You can't afford to lose me. End quote. Ma'am. Like, <laughs> I just, okay. So a lot of things came to my mind when I saw that. First thing was just laughter because <laughs> like, this is obviously a joke, right? LeBron James of Housewives? Get a fucking grip. Like the only thing she's the LeBron James of is having her head just all the way up Erica's ass. That's the only thing. Now, also, I doubt... <laughs> that LeBron has gotten wind of this or even the thing, you know, when Drew said that he was listening to her music before the games. But I'd like to think that he's just like very tapped into like housewives stuff. And he, you know, he was just sitting there and he came across it and he was just like, now why am I in it? You know, <laughs> each time one of them bring him up, you know, because it's starting to be a thing. And like, it's weird. It's very fucking weird. Now a note to Rinna, babe, I got news for you. You are no LeBron James or anything else that's even near being on his level, okay? You're not an all-star. You're not in the top 100. You're just not that girl. And as reality TV queen Tiffany New York Pollard says, somebody lied to her several times and told her that she was fly, hot, and sexy, and beautiful, and she's nothing like that. <laughs> she's nothing of the sort. <laughs> like... <laughs> Talk about delusions of grandeur. Like, bless her heart. We can absolutely afford to lose you. People are actually wishing. 
hoping, praying even for that very thing to happen. So yeah, fuck you, girl. And like, unfortunately, it doesn't end there. I just saw this one, I think yesterday. This bitch is demanding to be the highest paid housewife. Just like across the board, not even like on her show. On her show, I'm sure it's Kyle, right? But she just wants to be the highest paid one. And she wants to be paid $2 million for the next season. L-O-L. Candy Burris would like a word, okay? (laughs) You're not going to get paid more than her. Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't know who she thinks she is. Honestly, like, again, delusions of grandeur. Uh, That's all I have to say about that. All right. um, Let's let's talk about some news, shall we? Not really a whole lot. Really just one thing. A slow news week, I think. (laughs) Watch. There's like a whole bunch of shit. And I've just like missed it because I've been like so ridiculously annoyingly busy at work. And then I get home and I'm so tired. I can't even like look at a screen. So if I've missed something big, just I'm really sorry. Don't hold it against me, okay? I've I've had a week. <laughs> I've had a, like two weeks. Anyways, back on track. So Drew has released some merch and it's it's exactly what you would expect from Drew, okay? It's tacky. So she's got I'm sorry, it is. So she's got these hoodies and like t-shirts and They have like things that she said on them, but they're not like fun catchphrases or like really good reads that she's done or anything like that. Nothing. It's not like a bloop or like, you know, nothing like that. What it says is so like on the front, it it says her name. It just says Drew Sedora and it'll (laughs) on the back. It says she invited me and uninvited me. Or like one of them just says, I'm from Chicago, bitch. There's another one that says her name, like RSVP, invited and uninvited with like pictures of her. Like it's just a mess. Except for the Chicago one. That one isn't bad, actually. And I think people who are from Chicago might get it. But the rest are just like a no. And now listen, I didn't bring this up like just a shit on her merch. I brought it up to prove a point. Drew, she put all this together pretty quickly. Like, let's say she started on it, you know, a couple of months ago when the show started airing. That's the actual designs aren't bad. It's just what she decided to put on there was a mess. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, you know, she she just started this shit. So this took her no time to do. And guess what? The prices are where they should be around $50 for a hoodie. Okay, yes, that's that's what I would expect. And I said all this to say, I'm looking at you, Sheree. I'm not going to let this go until you lower those prices. How? (laughs) How do you let Drew get merch out quicker than you? And have it be better quality with better prices. That is so embarrassing. Like you have to do better. And oh my God, this is not related at all. Maybe it is a little bit. I was getting my hair done the other day and my hairstylist, she's a big reality TV head. Okay. So we're always watching something good. So I walk in there and she's watching the last season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know if y'all noticed this like in real time when you were watching it for the first time or not, because I certainly didn't. But Drew was wearing some wild ass shit. <laughs> Her outfits were truly insane, like to the point where every time she showed up on screen, <laughs> me and Shy were just like, oh, what the fuck is she wearing? What does this girl have on? <laughs> like, her outfits rivaled Giselle's. So, like, both gorgeous, gorgeous girls whose clothes are quite the opposite. Like, that's how bad it was. And I just needed to share that with y'all. <laughs> um, while we're on the subject, let's just go ahead and talk about Atlanta. So, the episode starts out with Marlo crying with no tears, um, you know, using her sad voice while she's talking about her past, which I've already told y'all I have no interest in. Like, she's very clearly weaponizing it, and Kenya calls her out for it. And I thank her for that. Like, enough of Marlo. Let's move on. We've been talking about her forever. Like, please. But no, you know, they got to talk about her robbery. So many robberies in the housewives world lately, by the way. It's very scary. I don't know what that's about, but I guess they, maybe they need to up their security or something. I don't know. That's that's terrifying. Anyway, um, then they talk about Marlo kicking the boys out and like her dumb explanation. It doesn't make it any better. OK, she was like, well, I didn't really kick them out. I just needed a break. Like, babe, you you needed a break. So what did you do? Kicked them out. OK, then it was a shitty thing to do, period, dot. And Andy makes a good point. He's like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I just can't make sense of you talking about the hurt and trauma you went through as a child in the foster system and all of that. And then you do this to the boys, like you're practically doing the same thing to them as what happened to you. Like, it doesn't make sense. So as Marlo's talking, you know, more about her life and she's fake tearing up and Kenya, <laughs> she asked Andy for a tissue and he's like, oh, Kenya, are you moved right now by this? You need to wipe a tear away. And she was like, oh, no, please be serious. Like my nose is cold. <laughs> and I laughed and I laughed. Oh, I just love her. Her face was like, Andy. <laughs> Now you know better. I am in no way moved by this bullshit, okay? I got to handle this cold nose of mine. Also, if we could go ahead and move on, that would be incredible. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, yes, please, let's move on. So then they go into this segment about them, like, coming with the receipts this season. And it was at that moment that I realized that this was the filler episode, you know, for the reunion. Because it was a whole lot of nothing. Marlo's edges, whether or not Ralph did or didn't play football in college, like it was very stupid. And then they talk about Kenya for a little bit. Nothing notable. Then Martel calls Sheree. Kenya answers it. And then they, you know, they're all squealing and doing all that. Andy says hi to him. He's in love. <laughs> and listen, I love Kenya, but do not grab my phone out of my hand. Like, don't don't grab my phone at all. Actually, it's mine. OK, that's like some middle school shit to me. Like, quit playing. Oh, God, it really bugs me more than it should have. But, um, you know, some stuff happens with Drew and Sonya and I don't care. I wasn't paying attention. And y'all already know that. So, <laughs> yes. 
Then Marlo and Kenya get into it because there were some questions for Marlo asking her why she thinks Kenya would be friends with her after she said all this nasty shit that she said about her. And there's no real answer. Okay. I was hoping that this would be the moment that we got into, you know, whatever Marlo said about Kenya's daughter. But no, we didn't. And so that's when I got really angry because I told you this is one of the main things that I was looking forward to and hoping would be discussed in the reunion. But we're acting like this huge thing didn't happen. And again, I don't understand. Why are we protecting Marlo? It's fucking weird. I don't appreciate it. Um. Anyway, then we find out that <laughs> Latoya Hutchinson may or may not be Marlo's real name, which I mean, I don't fucking care. And then they talk about Marlo's arrest. Still don't care. And that's literally all I have to say about Atlanta, y'all. I'm so sorry. This episode was stupid. The whole episode could have been cut out. Okay. <laughs> Next week is the third and final part. Thank God. And it looks like we get uh, the husbands out there. So that should be interesting. And I'm sure it'll be better than this week's episode. But we shall see. Now, married to medicine. Oh, boy. So things start back up at Quad's party when Anila and Toya were like yelling at each other because Heavenly, (laughs) her messy ass, she told Toya that one of those bitches at the party, Anila or Zayna, have been going around saying that she was sleeping with some man in the neighborhood. Excuse me. And Anila and Zayna were like, no, we didn't say that. But, you know, that's the word on the street. (laughs) Now, I don't know Zayna, but I do know Anila. And I do believe that she was spreading that shit around. Remember how she was spreading the rumor about Quad sleeping with a married man just earlier this season? Like, Heavenly brought it up, and here comes Anila with the details. And I guess, I don't know, I guess we're over that rumor and we're on to the next. I'm just so sick of her. She's whack. She's constantly doing too much. Constantly. Like, you cannot have 12 storylines going all at the same time. And that's what she's doing. Like, just be yourself. And you know what? If that gets you kicked off the show, then so be it. Reality TV isn't for everyone. And the same goes for Audra. She's doing entirely too much. And it's sad because they really think that they're doing something. And I mean, I guess they are doing something, but not what they think they're doing. They're just embarrassing themselves. That's it. Okay, I'm rambling. Let's get back on track. So Toya is yelling across the party. (laughs) She's yelling across the party to Eugene. And she was like, Eugene, apparently I'm fucking some man in the neighborhood. And he's just like, oh, my God. Oh, God. So you can tell he doesn't believe it. But he's just like, what the fuck is going on now? It's always something. Always. Next thing you know, Toya got a hold of Anila's mom. Again, why is she here? But anyway, she got a hold of her and she was like, your daughter is spreading this rumor about me. And Anila's mom was like, wait, what? Anila, no, like wagging her finger at her and everything. (laughs) And I was like, see, this is why you don't bring your mom to shit like this. Now you're about to be grounded. Okay. So then somehow Toya and Audra start arguing again, but this time it's more intense. They're in each other's faces and they're yelling and Audra's dumbass chest bumps Toya. So 
so naturally, you know, Toya, she mushes her to get her away. Like, yeah, bitch, you can't do that to people. She better be thinking her lucky stars that Toya just didn't punch her or something. Like, did she not watch season one of Married to Medicine? Toya's from Detroit. She's about that action. Don't try her. She will fuck you up. <laughs> and someone on Twitter was like, I'm glad Anila knows that all that energy was for her. Like, that was supposed to be her. She needs to watch herself and how she talks to Toya from now on. And I'm like, yeah, she needs to. But will she? Doubtful. Side note. <laughs> Carrie is here yet again, just lurking in the background. What the fuck is this about? Is this one of those situations where like she was supposed to be full time and then at the last minute they were like, no, we don't have enough here. Like she's got nothing going on. Just cut her ass out. Or was she supposed to be a friend of, but even then she didn't have like anything going on and they were like, just fucking cut all her scenes. Like don't even let her speak. (laughs) Like... I don't know. It's just bothering me more than it should to see her just like slithering around literally everywhere. But she's not saying or doing anything. Like It's weird. One more side note. Um, Heavenly is very committed to this fur vest. She just wore it at Quad's party, which was a really bad call. And now she's wearing it again at Anila's house. Put that thing in the trash. <laughs> okay. Um... Moving on. So Heavenly and Audra go to Anila's house to recap what happened at Quad's party. Anila, she has her black scent on. So I'm irritated right off the bat. And she's just talking about how she loved it when Audra pulled out her calculator. And I was like, yeah, I bet your whack ass did. Birds of a feather flock together, don't they? Oh, God, they're losers. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That shit was weird. Why are you looking up all this stuff about my house? It's it's actually scary. It's stalker behavior. Anyway, then we have Toya, Contessa, and Simone together recapping the party. It, well, <laughs> the fight. <laughs> Fuck the party. So they were talking about the rumor, and Toya is just like, you know, this is the first I'm hearing of it. I had no idea. I mean, I thought they were talking about Quad when they were talking about sleeping with a married man or whatever. I was like, oh, God. And apparently, the person that she's sleeping with is her contractor. It's a mess. Oh, my God. But there was like no resolution to that. It was very strange. So then we see like all of the husbands at work with their patients. And I was just like, um, I couldn't be any less interested. If I wanted to see doctors at work, I'd go watch Grey's Anatomy or something. Get out of here with this shit. There's way too much going on for us to be watching these men at work. Okay. And we just go from one boring scene to the next, because after that, um, after we see the men at work, we get a solo scene of Anila, like boo, tomato, tomato. I'd rather watch the men at work and I don't want to watch that. Okay. Anila is like arguing with her mom again because she's not cleaning up the house and the whole thing is stupid. You know, she knows her mom very well. So she had to know exactly how her mom was going to behave whenever she asked her to move in and like be a nanny or whatever the fuck. I'm just over it. You know, it's not interesting. She has wasted all this time when she could have been looking for a new nanny. And I bet you at this current moment, she's still not looking like 
did you ask Miss Gomez before she left, you know, if she could refer anyone to you? Have you looked for a new nanny at all? No. Oh, I forgot. She can't. She's too busy blogging. And yes, that's in quotes. She's not fucking blogging. I can't stand. Oh, I can't stand a woman that acts helpless like that, especially when she has like all the money and resources in the world. Like, girl, bye. And to round out the boring scenes, we get Contessa practicing for her fitness competition that I tried very hard to forget about. (laughs) And it's just, she's got, she's got some work to do. That walk was not, it wasn't good. So then we go to Quad's house and they're celebrating her brother that passed. It's his birthday. And now the interesting thing is Mason's mom showed up. And again, I was just thinking like, why isn't Mason living with his mom if she's clearly in the picture? Like, I'm confused, but you know what? That's probably none of my business. It's fine. So anyway, the dinner was nice. They send off some lanterns and it it just, it was nice, but it was also just really, really sad. This is his 35th birthday and she's like so young. Um, And then later, Anila and Karen are talking about trying to get Miss Gomez to come back. Leave that lady alone. She said she's going to go be with her family. What don't y'all understand about that? Respect people's boundaries. Damn. Oh, I can't stand Anila. Oh, I can't stand her. Ugh. And then we see that Anila got robbed. Another Bravo robbery. This shit is insane. So, you know, we have to see everyone reacting to it and everyone is having like normal reactions. But Quad, except for Quad, she is trying to suggest that someone in their group set Anila up to be robbed because they live in a gated community with a guard. So basically, she's blaming Toya. And like, listen, I love Quad, but are you fucking kidding me? Toya is going to send someone to rob Anila's home over a rumor? Please be serious. Like, that's an even more fucked up rumor to start than the one about her sleeping with some man in the neighborhood. Like, also, it doesn't make any sense. She ought to be ashamed of herself for saying that. I cannot wait to see how this plays out on here and on the reunion. It's going to be a mess. Also, I lived in a gated community growing up, and I also had friends that did as well. And I'm like, it's not hard to get in there as an outside person. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, Okay. Beverly Hills. Now, before... (laughs) Why do I always have a disclaimer before I start Beverly Hills? Um, Before I get into this episode, I need to point something out. Now, I don't know if other shows do this or not, but I've only seen it for Beverly Hills. But they put out these seven minute previews before the episode premieres. And I just think it's the strangest thing. Why are you giving away the first seven minutes of the episode? And like, who decided on seven minutes? Like, that is a lot. (laughs) Like, do you even want me to watch the episode? I feel like after seven minutes, I've got the gist, you know? (laughs) I don't really need to watch the entire episode. But I do because of this podcast. All right, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So we um, we left off on a To Be Continued last week of the girls going to some exclusive club that Kyle's a member of. And, you know, she wanted to show off (laughs) that she was a member of this club. And I guess cameras weren't allowed in there. How convenient. (laughs) So, so then 
Rinna starts flapping her gums about how Kathy lost her mind the night before and that she'd never seen anything like it. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting coming from someone who broke a glass and nearly choked a woman in the middle of a really nice restaurant in Amsterdam. Anyway, Sutton said that Kathy wanted to do the Congo. (laughs) This shit is so silly. Sutton said that Kathy in the club wanted everyone to do a conga line with her and no one wanted to do it. So she got upset. (laughs) What a stupid sentence. Like (laughs) imagine that being the thing that sets you off in life, you know, (laughs) like those are your life problems. People refusing to do the conga with you. (laughs) Oh my God. It must be nice. I swear you can't make this shit up. So after that, uh, she was demanding that people leave with her after they were like, no, we're not going to conga with you. And she was like, well, you better fucking leave this club with me right now or else this friendship is done. (laughs) And then she started screaming at Kyle, which is understandable, right? I mean, (laughs) Kyle has been terrible to her. Time and time again. So she's absolutely going to hear her wrath. Also, they hate each other. Okay, so all of that checks out. Now, here's where it starts getting weird and unbelievable to me. Now, oddly enough, Rinna, friend to Kendall Jenner, left the club with Kathy when she was making the demands, right? You better leave or we're no longer friends, even though Rinna clearly doesn't like Kathy. So it's weird, right? remember this. Now, while they're in the van, Rinna claims that Kathy is screaming about how she's going to take down NBC. She's going to take down Bravo. And she's just going to take down everybody. Okay. (laughs) This is a major takedown of the entire world except for her. So when they got back to the house, all hell broke loose, allegedly. She was jumping up and down, throwing stuff. She was breaking her glasses. She was screaming about how she made Kyle. And apparently, she also said all this stuff about like how she was going to destroy Kyle and her family. And listen, I do believe that Kathy probably was going off about some shit. And I'm sure she was saying some shit about Kyle, okay? But I don't believe the whole story. And you want to know why? Because Lisa Rinna is a fucking liar. And we all know it. She has unknowingly admitted to this more than once. I mean, just recently, remember, she was like, oh, Harry was so upset with you, Garcelle, because you didn't say thank you a million times for his sauce. And then she was like, no, actually, he didn't care. And he didn't say that. He actually didn't give a shit at all. So like, um, okay, there was no reason to lie about that. But cool, you got it. Anyway, remember when Rinna, again, took to Instagram, this was like months ago, trying to make it seem like Kathy was saying racist and like homophobic things about people that was allegedly during this time when they were in Aspen at this club. That is what she said. And now she was just saying nasty things about Kyle and the rest of the girls. Like, Rinna, it's not adding up. So what I'm going to need from you is for you to just shut the hell up. Okay? Because you're fucking lying. And then it hit me. 
Rena chose to leave the club because it gave her the perfect opportunity to get Kathy alone with no cameras and just make up a wild story about her. And I won't be convinced otherwise. Okay. How is there no, like, it's just all a little bit too convenient. Don't you think? Yes. Now, the only thing (laughs) that we can do at this point is get in touch with that sprinter driver. Where's that person? Like, we need to have a chat. Okay. But I think think this next part is the craziest thing that Rena said out of this whole thing. She said, Kyle is more successful and famous than Kathy motherfucking Hilton. She said, (laughs) she said, Kathy is mad because Kyle has more than her. (laughs) L-O-L. Be fucking for real. That is all I have to say about that. Because it's just so ridiculous. Anyway, Kathy chooses not to leave Aspen with the rest of them because she's sick of these bitches. (laughs) She's had enough and I don't blame her. Side note, I am so sick of looking at Kyle in this ugly orange outfit with these crazy curls in her confessional. This one is not a good look for her. Like, when do we cycle through to the next one? Because this one ain't it. Oh, so what else happens? Oh, Dorit and Erica, they go and make chocolate. It was stupid, uneventful. Dorit was talking shit about Kyle, though, her supposed bestie. Um, You know, and she just getting Erica all riled up, which I mean, y'all know I do enjoy. <laughs> when she gets really mad, she just turns into this like really silly cartoon like villain. And I can't help but laugh. So while I was annoyed with Dorit for being fake, I was like, you know what? I'll allow it. Uh, Dorit also brings up the Garcelle talking about Erica and the earrings on the real thing. And I don't think Garcelle did anything wrong. Like (laughs) what she said on the real is exactly what she said to Erica's face in Aspen. Like, so what's the problem? Why are they acting like this is the first time they're hearing of this? Like, I'm confused. Whatever. Then they start um, talking about Kathy, (laughs) but they're speaking in riddles, and I hate that shit. Say what you're trying to say and be clear about what you're saying when you say it. Stop beating around the bush, okay? Say it with your chest and stand on it or don't say anything at all. Thank you. Now, Crystal is having a party. She's turning 39, and this party is going to be Gatsby-themed, and... I have a possibly unpopular opinion. I don't know. I think that Gatsby themed parties are played out. I I I mean, I feel like I understand why it's so popular because it's like glamorous and like easy to dress for or whatever, but I just think it's overrated and it's tired. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you love them. Everyone looks cute. It's just uh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> So we see everyone getting ready and (laughs) something happens that infuriates me. So Cherie, she goes over to Garcelle's house and Garcelle's still getting ready. This bitch sees the gift that Garcelle got for Crystal, rips open the card and signs her name with a highlighter. When I say she ripped that envelope open, I mean it. She destroyed it. Like, there's no coming back from that. And it was just so tacky. Like, damn, you couldn't even get Crystal a card, you know? 
a little bottle of wine, a gift card, Amazon. Crystal loves Amazon. Okay. I just, I don't, uh, it shouldn't bother me that much, but it did. And I think that was a turning point for me and Cherie. I'm over her. I'm over her. She was already acting like a flip-flopping ass bitch, but this really put things over the edge for me. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what the hell Erica has on. <laughs> Again, this has got to be one of the easiest themes to dress for. And she shows up looking like a damn dark like princess or something. I don't know. Rinna looks like a damn magician, and y'all know I hate magic. So I had a visceral reaction to Rinna here, more than usual. And shockingly, Kathy shows up to the party. So I guess she's had enough of a break from them <laughs> and she can be around them again. So I'm like, oh, this should be interesting because Rinna is talking about how she has PTSD. PTSD from Kathy's behavior in Aspen. Like, please do not throw PTSD around like that. It's like a very serious thing, you know? She's just so disturbed that she has to leave the party early. Like, okay, bye, Ashy. Bye. Get the fuck out of here. Ugh. So everyone's like, what? She left? She left? And Kathy was like, oh, I don't know what her problem is. Um, <laughs> oh, because Crystal is like, oh, yeah, she left because she said she was upset about whatever happened in Aspen. And Kathy was <laughs> Kathy was like, well, I don't know. I don't know what the issue is because, yeah, while we were in Aspen, I shared some things with her. And, you know, she was a sweetheart and she just listened. <laughs> she was like, yeah, she's a tough cookie, though. Like, she'll be fine. Like, <laughs> Kathy is as unbothered as they come. But of course, Eric and Diana have to slip off and call Rena, you know, to get the tea. And I'm... <laughs> I'm actually surprised Dorit didn't go with them, but Rinna doesn't answer because she's being dramatic and she wants to make this a whole thing. Um, and listen, the only reason that Erica cares about this whole situation is because she doesn't want to be the only person getting heat in this group at this point. Like that, she said that. <laughs> she said that herself more than once. You know, so she's had enough. So she's like, yeah, I'll hop on Rena's takedown Kathy train. Like, why not? I'm I'm all in. So then Dorit shows up and Erica tells her what Rena told her about Kathy's alleged behavior in the sprinter and at the house. And I'm just like, you know, once I get some proof of what Kathy said and did, maybe I'll change my tune. But until then, it's fuck Rena's lying ass, okay? It just is. And listen, I've seen people talking about like, oh, well, I don't put it past Kathy. Sure. But it's it's just the timing of it all is just really fucking weird. None of it makes sense. And again, if Rena wasn't like a proven liar time and time again, maybe I would be more apt to believe her. But that's not the case. So here we are. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this week, y'all. Um, there's a fun new episode up on Patreon featuring my fave, Kendrick Tucker, um, just talking about Love and Marriage Huntsville. So if you haven't already, go to patreon.com slash bitchesbetter and become a patron so you can get access to all of the bonus content. <laughs> there's a lot, okay? Um, also, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Raven. I will talk to y'all next week. Love you. Bye.